Well, the fictional political show known as the January 6th Congressional Committee, or a combination of those words, uh, aired last night on primetime television. Uh, The biggest problem is that it's being promoted like it's a documentary when it's really a horror movie. It is cultivated, produced propaganda meant to spin a narrative. And I guarantee you they are using, not only are they using this in an effort to sway voters to vote Democrat, but I think they're also going to be looking at the ratings and the engagement in order to gauge how much they need to cheat in the November midterms. Because if they see not a lot of people are interested, not a lot of people are tuning in, the majority of people know that they're lying, then they know they're going to have to cheat a lot. And they're fully intending on cheating. This article from... The Epic Times Supreme Court lifts stay allows counting of questionable ballots in Pennsylvania judicial election. Now, if you weren't paying attention, you might not know that the two top candidates in the Senate race in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick, we're having a spat over whether or not to count ballots that weren't dated or that had other discrepancies around the signature, not signature matching, but other small discrepancies. Dave McCormick said we should count these because he was behind by only a handful of votes, figuratively speaking. So he sued and lost and appealed and then ultimately conceded. From the article, over the opposition of three conservative justices, the Supreme Court allowed officials in Pennsylvania to resume counting disputed undated mail-in ballots in a state-level judicial election that took place last year in Lehigh County. The high court's order came near the end of the business day on June 9th, and despite a state law that requires that ballots received on time but missing a handwritten date on the envelope be rejected. The Pennsylvania Republican Party takes the position that undated mail-in ballots should not be counted. The Supreme Court decision, which will affect other elections in the Keystone State, came too late for former hedge fund CEO David McCormick, who on June 3rd, conceded the U.S. Senate primary contest to celebrity heart surgeon Mehmet Oz, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump. How corrupt can you get? They wait a week for the guy to concede, and then they rule in his favor. What a crock. We're in big trouble with this justice system. We need sweeping reforms. Liz Harrington was uh, live tweeting 
during the uh, January 6th committee hearing. Here's this article from uh, Gateway Pundit. Quote, evidence they want to ignore. Trump spokesperson Liz Harrington releases barrage of inconvenient truths during January 6th committee state-run show trial. Tonight, the January 6th committee aired its first state-run show trial against President Trump on state-run television. This was the first time in American history that Congress aired a committee hearing during the primetime on at least eight major channels of state-promoted propaganda against the opposition party and President Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very opinionated. But here's the Liz Harrington tweet. Evidence they want you to ignore. Kicking out GOP poll watchers in Philadelphia to count over 600,000 ballots in secret. Of course, she's referring to the 2020 election. The article continues widespread fraud in nursing homes where elderly who weren't physically or mentally able to vote voted in the election. No doubt for Joe Biden and opinion. Endless Harrington tweets evidence they want you to ignore. Widespread fraud in nursing homes, like casting a ballot in the name of Merrill Barrett, who's 104 years old and hasn't remembered her children for five years. Merrill Barrett voted in the 2020 presidential election. No doubt for Joe Biden. Nursing homes in Wisconsin had 95 to 100% participation rates. They don't, there's nobody, what's, what's the stat? Let's look it up. Here we go. Here's a, I mean, if, if you believe the information, I don't believe anything, but here's something to present from ballotpedia.org who I would hope is nonpartisan. I rely on them for some information. It goes back to 2002. 40% of registered voters participated. 2004, 60%. 2006, 41%. 2008, 62%. 2010, 41%. 2012, 58%. 14, 36%. 16, 60%. 2018, 50%, and 2020, 67% of registered voters participated in the election. Yet, oddly enough, almost 100% of nursing home residents voted in the 2020 election. Why, why would that be? Well, because the left broke the law. And the Justice Department is so corrupt that they let them get away with it. In exchange, no doubt, for political favors. I mean, why Why else? Why else would they do that? Why would the majority of the GOP not stand behind not just President Trump, but we, the voters, to say, hey, we need to restore some faith in the election. So we need to go through. We need to do this signature matching. We need to show our constituents, the taxpayers, the people that we work for, we need to show them that this election was in fact legitimate and they don't need to worry about that. Because when we can establish that everything is okay, well, now we can move forward as a nation unified, at least to the extent that we know 
81 million people really believed that Joe Biden should be the next president. Instead, we got nothing. Why? Why did we get nothing? Well, I would pontificate that no- probably nothing happened for well let me paint you this picture. Kemp and Raffensburger, the governor and secretary of state in Georgia, both won their reelection. Now, just wonder here for a moment. If they had agreed to do the signature matching and exposed a plot for fraud, exposed real fraud, exposed treasonous actions, well, then they would have to enact reforms. And then the will of the people would actually be represented at the ballot box which means their power was threatened, their control was threatened. But if they go along and they leave the corrupt systems in place and they appease the globalist elite that's really running the country, well, then they can be rewarded with re-election. Does it make sense? This is why we have voting machines in the first place. This is why we have ballot drop boxes in the first place and universal mail-in voting across various states in this country. Because the ones with the money want to keep making money and the ones with the power want to maintain their power. This is why we need, no, nobody wants to do the right thing. They only want to do the profitable thing or the thing that is beneficial to them. And we're completely controlled by these people that have no interest in doing the right thing. Look, the position of the country is not sweeping new gun control. Yet the House just passed a bill to rage the the legal age to buy a firearm to 21. Oh, don't worry. You can still use one if you join the military to go overseas and die. But you can't buy one here in this country to defend your family. Not if you're 18. This is why we're most likely going to see federal law put in place to uphold Roe v. Wade and make abortion legal across the country Because they don't care about the will of the people. The majority of Americans don't support legal abortion up to labor. They have a much more moderate and reasonable position. But we are not being represented by people who give a hoot what our positions are what our morality is and what we, the people who pay the taxes want in our country. They want what they're being paid to want. 
They want what they're being told to want. You can look at some of these people and tell that they're not even doing what they think is the right thing. And this is where foreign influence comes into play. You only have to connect a few dots. Look. If a major corporation is funding a candidate, then all you have to do is follow the money flowing into that corporation and you can find the ability for foreign interests to influence that election, that candidate. Look at Walmart. Where does Walmart get 99% of their stuff? From China. So if China says, hey, we don't like John Kelly. He was running for governor in, in Michigan. We don't like John Kelly. And if you don't get rid of John Kelly, we're going to force China to stop doing business with you, Walmart. Well, that would be devastating for Walmart. Suddenly, they have nothing else to put on their shelves. Suddenly, they have to find other sources for their useless trinkets. Are they going to do that? No, that takes work. They're not going to do that for the same reason that Brian Kemp in Georgia wouldn't do signature match. It doesn't benefit him financially or politically. And it's going to force him to work. So John Kelly in Michigan gets arrested for calling people essentially to war from the steps of the Capitol. He was arrested today or yesterday, whatever day it is. Yet Brandon Strzok social media influencer, leader of the walkaway movement, filmed a video for eight minutes and he was arrested by the FBI in tactical gear at five o'clock in the morning in his apartment and was in prison for two days before he was released because he did nothing wrong. January 6th is about political power only. I'll be back. Goodbye.